The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a weekly look at Portland's nonprofits and do gooders with interviews, music, and documentaries. You're listening to the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X Ray FM, brought to you by the Media Institute for Social Change, a public interest media lab that works to inspire, empower, and engage emerging media producers. Learn more online at mediamakingchange.org. I'm Carly Meisberger. Today, we talk with Amy Dotson, the executive director of Northwest Film, about how we can still find ways to come together around cinema. This is the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM. I'm Phil Bussey. I am so happy to be joined by Zoom. Uh, with Amy Dotson, who is Executive Director for Northwest Film. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Happy Monday. (laughs) So let's just jump in. Um, I mean, OMG, movies and movie theaters are really one of the hardest hit social gatherings. Uh, And and one of the places where people gather. And that's the Mm -hmm. charm of them but it is right now, it's a big vulnerability. It is, and you know, I think that I'm finding inspiration a bit of everywhere, um, whether it's talking to folks all over the country that are also running art house theaters, to people right here in Portland, who are also grappling with the very stark realities that we're facing, um, you know, to grocery stores of just how, how different it is from a few weeks ago where everybody was running around trying to grab toilet paper to now knowing how to move that space and how to keep social distance and how to be kind to other people and thoughtful. So, you know, I'm really, much like others, I'm looking around to get inspiration and figure out how people can come together, both within the kind of traditional setting of a beautiful theater with a beautiful projector, but also through cinema and things like what they're doing in Madrid, where there are mobile projection units running around and working with local radio stations to show movies on people's walls. Um, how do you how do you do that here in Portland? Well, there's a bunch of creative folks, so we're looking into how to do it both ways. Yeah, and, and you know that leads into uh, you and Northwest Film have really emerged as leaders. I feel like for the cultural community, in the past several weeks, hosting happy hours. Um, what what set up that decision to step in and um, how are they going? Well, they're great. <laughs> it's always so nice to see fellow artists and filmmakers and producers and cultural leaders. You know, it, it's a strange time. And just to physically see folks and be able to talk about things that are important to them and important to our community. And, you know, what I would say is much like the, the kind of sleep, but very apt uh, grocery store example, they really started out of that need of, oh my goodness, we're all physically separated. Uh, it's a town where folks all know each other and pretty well like each other and work together and collaborate. And that really came to a stop. And so it was really important for people to, to feel like they were and to be heard and to be able to continue to collaborate, even if it was on ideas about kind of post-pandemic um, collaborative and creative and business opportunities. And what it's really evolved into, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of gone into a phase two where um, while we still can't see fully, you know, it's still to point navigation through through the fog, 
um, people are really excited to hear not only from each other, but from cultural leaders outside of the Portland metro area. So we've been trying um, really hard to bring in other folks, whether those are creative folks or whether those are nonprofits or theaters or um, I um, with the unions and just have more voices at the table so that we can hear. And I think one of the other lovely things that we've done of late is we obviously have a wonderful group of folks that are film lovers and cinephiles and, and media folks, but you know, it really is an art form. And so the Portland Art Museum is really, and we wanna make sure that we're supporting you in every way. So those Zoom um, conversations are now recorded and put out in the newsletter, which goes out to 120,000 people. So I think that that's important too, is you know something that started insular and we all needed each other, um, service and really now something that's shareable for others, either right here in Portland or outside um, in LA or in San Francisco or in Seattle that are, with, you know, that are important to the artists and the communities that are grappling with folks there because we're all trying to talk to each other. I'm going to break the fourth wall here for a second, Amy, and just uh, um, a quick shout out to our listeners. Uh, and obviously, we're all trying to be very patient during uh, these new technological times, but we're having a little bit of a lag on the Zoom. And so so it's just every every now and again, listener, you're going to hear something, but stick with us. Amy will, Amy will be right back after both of our Wi-Fi's re-engage. Um, this again is Phil Bussey, it's the nonprofit Happy Hour. I'm talking to Amy Dotson, who's executive director for Northwest Film. I want to keep talking about the Friday happy hours that you are hosting, and, and you talked a lot about the spirit of them. What about some of the themes? What are people talking about now that the, we're entering, we're getting past the shock, uh, and people are looking towards the future? What are some of the themes that you feel like are emerging? I think that this phase two is really focused on sustainability and, and every sense of that word. So we've had um, a number of folks that have been talking about what's happening right here in Portland. So David Kress, who's a prolific producer of shows like Portlandia and Shrill has talked about, you know, what it's going to be like to be back on a set. Um, we've had folks from Wyden Kennedy having, you know, their perspective on what it's going to be like working with the advertising community and the content community and, and how that's happening. We are looking to do more of that. And so with that in mind, uh, we're going to be talking to some folks in the new media and XR space. Um, we're going to be talking to some folks in the distribution space, the national distribution space, probably bring in some festivals again um, in June. We were laughing a couple weeks ago that Cannes was going to go on and then Cannes just announced today, well, not so much. We'll, we'll do it virtually. So I think you know, the, the theme really right now is sustainability and connection. And so that's the first litmus that we use before we invite folks in. And so it, it, it's going to be a mix of hyper-local and uh, national and international. So I think it's just good for us um, to make sure we have all the information we need to reopen. And we do those um, the, those amazing talks with uh, with Tim Williams, who uh, runs the Oregon Film, uh, Film Board. So he's a huge resource been here far longer than I have. And so it's great to have that interplay where he knows all the players here and I'm bringing in some folks from the outside and everybody, I, I have to say, we had um, someone from the president of Film Independent, which is a nonprofit uh, based in Los Angeles. And it's the biggest in the country for non for ind uh, independent filmmakers. And he was learning stuff from Tim. He was saying, wait, how do you do that? What, what's that? Oh, I'm going to bring that back to Los Angeles. So it was great. I mean, that interplay is what makes it kind of interesting and not just the same the same group of folks lamenting, you know, what was, we're really trying to build toward what can be. Yeah, and, and you know, in terms of the film festivals, and um, I've been working with Ashland Independent oh, Film great. Festival, yeah. and, you know, helping with some interviews and introductions to their films. 
I've been surprised by a certain intimacy that has come out of that. I think for, for the viewers and for the connection to each of the films, um, are you thinking there's silver linings out of this pandemic? Well, I mean, silver linings is tough when you couple it with the word pandemic, but <laughs> but I do think it um, it opens our eyes. And it was something we were talking about prior to all of this happening was just how do we become more equitable and how do we get the information and the services, the artist services and the programming that we do out to a wider swath. And, you know, I think that's really important, especially at this moment but even beyond. And so we've been talking a lot about whether it is through the happy hour or whether it's through other you know, classes or engagements that we could do that really open the doors a little wider, that invite more people in and, you know, kind of come to people where they're at. And I think that's really important that, you know, we've always been a huge stronghold um, in Portland, 50 years. I mean, it's kind of crazy if you think about it. We were one of the very first nonprofit arts organizations in the country. But I think that we do need to, to look beyond our borders and be able to be thought leaders and space leaders as well as resources for folks that maybe just be entertained, but we are working artists in our community that really want to be interconnected and sustained. And so I, I think I, that's I, the positive, <laughs> if there is one. I, I'd also don't, I don't want to overlook some of the, the programming that Northwest Film does with its classes that it offers. How, how is that working out? Can you, can you add to this discussion and talk about, are those carrying on? Can those carry on? Well, I think that right now we're at a, we, um, we're, we're at a holding pattern, to be honest, um, with the classes and reevaluating all those things that we just talked about. But it's such a core part of our mission that as soon as we come back online and in person, we'll be doing more of that. I think that but right now we're really experimenting. I, I, I was just talking to another cultural leader about this, that the one thing we do know is this is one grand experiment and we're going to take two steps forward and maybe that's going to soar or we may have to take two steps back. And so what we've been focusing it's really running and running well and then we'll build in the education and we just built in some of our um, new initiatives uh, this week so this past week uh, we started with uh, spaceship earth which was uh, a project that was by matt wolf a um, great filmmaker based out of new york and we're showing that for a week run um, virtually and the the folk, good folks at neon which is the distributor said that half of the the proceeds go back to um, nonprofits, museums cultural organizations your favorite brewery so anybody that was hosting that film was able to um, have a rub. I have, I have one more question before we jump into a song here, and you, you're, you're starting to talk about uh, revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, as an executive director, that is a large part of your job and where your brain is probably focused. How has this affected funding? Obviously, ticket sales uh, are, are not happening as much, but, but sometimes crisis can also make your supporters step forward. Um, how, are, how, how is Northwest Film doing? Sure. So, you know, I think it's like other organizations in town, we all have been dramatically affected by this. And so we have been um, you know, really reevaluating how we work with our community. And, and I think, you know, to that end, we've always been a, known as a great place to go see movies or class. And I just would say that we're, we're so much in that. And I think that that transaction is fantastic and will continue as much as we can to, to have those services available for our audiences and our supporters. But I think that we are looking to figure out ways where people can come together and support us and the Portland Art Museum in new ways. So, you know, we've been so touched by everybody who's even just reached out to check on the staff all the way through those that are actively donating. And we do need support. Um, you know, we, we do need support. We do need everybody to 
you know, come together and see what a valuable resource, not just the Portland Art Museum and, and uh, Northwest Film Center are, but you know, we're all interconnected. Um, this happened right in the middle of the Portland International Film Festival. So we were in Cinema 21, we were in Hollywood, we were in um, OMSI, we were with our friends at the Kennedy School. So all of these places are in space, they're interconnected. And you know, we've been talking a lot um, you know, we're interconnected as well to hotels and to restaurants and to bars and all these places because of, you know, whether it's a production or whether it's something like the Northwest Film Center. Um, you know, we want every, we want to help where we can, but it's, it's really important to note that we're all struggling. That includes the Northwest Film Center. Amy Dotson is the executive director for Northwest Film. And now you brought in, uh, on, on, on that note right now, uh, a very, a song with a lot of determination <laughs> in it. Uh, do you want to tell us uh, what, what is your music selection for the day? Sure, it's Seven Nation Army by White Stripes. Taking that time right behind my back. 
that was, of course, Seven Nations Army. Uh, to get things going a little bit, this is Phil Bussey. It's the nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM. I'm talking to Amy Dotson, who is the executive director for Northwest Film. So now I want to take a step back. Uh, we've been talking, obviously, about COVID-19 and, and that's a fact. Let's talk a little bit about you and let's forget about the pandemic for a second. <laughs> you, relatively speaking, you arrived here recently. It's, uh, you're about a year into the job. Little less, but yes, got here and uh, got here with my family in August and started the job in mid-September, so about, about nine months. Why did you take this job? What was appealing? You know, a couple things. I, I had spent some time with my husband. Um, he is in uh, Major League Baseball, and when we were first getting married, he, we, he, we were living in Montreal. He was with the Montreal Expos, and he... Uh, <laughs> He got he got word that the Montreal Expos were going to go back to the states, and it was either going to be Washington D.C. or Portland, Oregon. And so, we went to Portland for a week and loved it, and uh, said, "Yeah, we really hope it's there." And then it ended up being in D.C. Spent some time <laughs> down in D.C., but that was really the only time we we went to Portland, um, really early in our in our time together. But when this job came up, I, just out of curiosity, I, I you know, we were very happy in New York. Very, you know, both of us. Are and I said, this sounds really interesting. And you know, let's at least see what's going on. When we came out here, we had that same feeling again. It was like, wow, this is a place that we really want to be. And the more people we met, um, the more that we realized that it really was a place that honored creativity. I mean that sincerely. And that I met somebody during the interview process where I met them multiple times and it took three times to realize they were a brain surgeon. They were talking to me about their love of banjo, their love of movies, their love of everything else that they were creatively involved in. And then they were like, oh yeah, and I'm a brain surgeon. And I love, that. I think that's the, just the, the, the epitome of what made me move here. And I think that that has only continued as I've gone deeper into creative communities and communities, you know, just, we live in the Southeast. And so my kids and I have been posted up watching the Oregon theater get repainted by 10 or 15 different graffiti artists that are just coming in and covering the building right now. Like that's the kind of place that I think can be not only an incredible place to live and work, but it can really be um, a leader and a real um, kind of underground feeling in a place that continually becomes, you know, corporate and homogenized. And, you know, New York is amazing, but there's something special about Portland and the creative energy here in the Northwest that really just drew me here. Hook, line, and sinker. I, I feel so, so, so honored to be here. It, it was amazing. <laughs> But, but I also imagine that this, this job has its challenges. I mean, the, the organization had the same executive director since the time of dinosaurs, um, mm -hmm. a very long tenure. And uh, that can be good and that can be difficult. How do you deal with an entrenched organization? Uh, and how do you bring about change but still preserve the history, the fifth, almost 50-year history at that point? Sure. Well, Bill Foster did an amazing job building out the North Film Center and did that for almost, you know, 40 of those 50 years. It's more about the world around the Film Center has changed. The way that people talk about making work and who they are as artists has changed. Audiences have um, not only film, television, podcasts, plays, all those good things that they can go see. They literally have the history of storytelling at their fingertips. So you're competing against all of those things. And I think that, you know, what we've, we've done as a team in conjunction with the Portland Art Museum, who also is, you know, doing kind of amazing work. And I'm sure, I hope some of your listeners saw the Hank Willis Thomas exhibition. 
uh, that was here last fall. I mean, that was in some ways a multimedia exhibition as well. It had video, it had lenticulars, it had photographs. And the coolest part for me was that the, the labels were done some by the curators, but also by local fifth graders. So it's somebody that, you know, something that took a real, um, you know, traditional approach within the museum setting and turned it on its head and invited communities um, into the museum that would be interested in the work, in him as an artist, and, and also in, you know, seeing things turned on their head a little bit. And so we're taking that cue. Um, you know, we're going to be working with not only films, as you saw probably at the Portland International Film Festival, but also performance and VR and films in the television setting, films in the podcast and, and story you know, audio storytelling setting, and really thinking about where like art and unboundedness collide. And I think that that will not only be hopefully entertaining for our audiences and bring in some new, new voices and some new audiences, but it'll help artists here to sustain because they already see themselves as multitudes. And so we wanna embrace what's happening here and what makes Portland and the Northwest unique and just amplify that. And so that can hopefully bring in different sponsors and people that would be interested in the broader mix of storytelling and creativity around this idea of cinema than, you know, than just uh, being in four walls and watching a great movie. I mean, that's not going away. I was teasing somebody. I'm not bringing in lasers and robots, but I am going to make sure that, you know, this is a space that feels equitable, a space that feels welcoming, and that feels powerfully creative in a very Portland and Northwest way. Hey, Amy, just, um, yes, that's, uh, that's wonderful. And it's nice to see the, um, the, the direction and the, the spirit where Northwest Film is. Uh, two more questions. Sure. Uh, recommendations for what to watch while in isolation. <laughs> I mean, I, you may find this funny, but all I've been doing for the last two weeks is watching Community. Um, I'm not sure if our, our listeners are familiar with it, but it's a show from, that probably started airing in 2008, but it has both in their writing staff as well as their acting team, some people that are real who's who of the creative world. It has Childish Gambino. It has um, uh, Chevy Chase um, as a slightly racist community, uh, com uh, community member that they're trying to like bring into the fold. And, and you know, see the air in his ways. I mean, it really is kind of a hodgepodge jambalaya of talent. And I think that it's making me laugh, <laughs> just to be honest. Um, I could make wonderful recommendations that are, um, that are more artistic in nature, but I feel like I've turned the corner towards just need a laugh. Uh, the best thing I've seen, I think, is Portrait of a Lady for all of you true cinephiles that are out there. That is um, something that is on, available on Hulu. Was it Cannes last year? It's fantastic. Atlantiques, which is on uh, Netflix. And then I recently rewatched, um, which is also available on Canopy, which is an amazing service that the Portland local libraries have. It has amazing television, film, podcasts, all sorts of things. So you can really find great stories everywhere, whether you have the, pay, uh, the paid digital services or not. But I think that there's much out there that depending on your tastes, um, you know, look to Northwest Film Center. We do a blog every week with our recommendations called New Ways of Seeing. And we have an Instagram, like everybody else, <laughs> that also features um, those art moments that um, are both artistic in nature, maybe they're paintings we have in our collections. Those are great, thank you. Um, I, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm embarrassed or not, but we're, I'm re-watching with my girls Lost. Oh, nice. We, we, I am with my older, my younger watched the plane, the plane go down and was like, nope, all set. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know about watching a uh, TV show about isolation is the best idea, but. <laughs> but we're working through it. <laughs> we're loving it. Um, so 50, the 50 year anniversary coming up, what, what, what plans do you have at this point? You know, we're planning, um, you know, three months at a time. And I feel like that is, is on par with a lot of nonprofits and uh, art house theaters at this moment that we want to make sure that when we come back, we, we, you know, we'll come back strong, but we'll, it'll be different. It'll be different because we'll be different and the world will be different. And so we want to honor that past. But I think what we're looking at is making sure that, you know, we're building upon the, the strengths that even in the last you know, six months before all of this hit, um, you know, we were revenue positive for the first time in a long time. We reimagined the Portland International Film Festival to be more inclusive and creative. I think all of those things will carry over into the 50th uh, anniversary, as well as what we can do to serve the community and be, you know, creative leaders. And you know, whether that's online or whether that's in person or some combination of the two, we, we'll find our way through it, and you know, we'll do it with our community. So I'm really excited to see where it all leads. But certainly, there's there's there are things to celebrate, and you know, that's uh, that's definitely. Um, some of the things that we're going to look to that we've been working on before all of this that we're going to build on. Amy Dotson is executive director for the Northwest Film. Thank you so much. It's great to know that you're at the helm of this wonderful organization. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> what, a, what a treat. And we'll watch Lost together in another, in another few months. I want to hear what you think about the second rewatching. <laughs> Absolutely. All Take right. care. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is made possible by Beneficial State Bank, a certified B Corps that holds to what it calls a triple bottom line of social justice, environmental well-being, and economic sustainability. If your organization or business is interested in underwriting our show, please email phil at mediamakingchange.org. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a production of the Media Institute for Social Change and KXRY Radio, X-Ray FM. Our host is Phil Bussey. Our executive producer and editor is me, Carly Meisberger. Archives of past shows can be found on our SoundCloud page. Questions, comments, or ideas about the show can be sent to info at mediamakingchange.org. Thanks for tuning in.